Welcome to the Black Wolf Media Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Evans. This is a show where we dive into the stories of black entrepreneurs and business owners, and we talk about their brands and entrepreneurship journeys. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Black Wealth Media Podcast, guys. I'm your host, Adrian Evans. I have a special guest, guys. Her name is Dr. Tiffany Smith. She is the founder of Aroma, Aroma Functional Nutrition. Um, Dr. Smith, uh, how you doing? Tell the people a little bit about yourself and what you do. I'm sorry, I forgot that part. <laughs> All right, guys. So, um, Dr. Tiffany, um, the first question I want to ask you is, how did you get into psychology? Um, how did you get into psychiatry? What was it that piqued your interest about that? Oh, wow. So, that goes back into nursing school and being um, our, doing our rounds on the psych unit and understanding how there is a revolving door around psychiatry. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also curious in regards to the mind and how it works and what is going on. And yeah. I'm talking about those with psychosis in particular. Yeah. You know, those that um, are experiencing hearing voices and seeing nations or having some, you know, delusions and different beliefs and what's really going on there. So that was what grabbed me yeah. um, and made me want to get into psychiatry from nursing school, but I didn't get into psychiatry then. Mm. Um, went into med surge and medical surgical, meaning, you know, you, you've been hospital nurse. Yeah. But I started working, um, they called them agency nurses or um, per diem nurses. And mm. so I went to an adult uh, psychiatric unit and I'm like, oh yes, I forgot. This is what I wanted to do. And so then I enrolled in school and became the provider that I am here for you today. Yeah. But with a little caveat, I got into psychiatry that way, but being integrative and functional is a different journey. Yeah. And that has to do with my husband. Mm. So my husband is a combat veteran um, and was also a military nurse. And in our journey together, he started to have more and more pain. Yeah. And we're dealing with the VA healthcare system. We're trying to you know, do what we think you should do as humans, and this is the healthcare system we're taught in, but what was offered to us wasn't enhancing our quality of life, and his pain was so significant that he was basically bedbound and has disengaged from the family. So he said, forget that. I don't want no more meds, nothing from our healthcare system, and put me in a position, both of us, where we're like, so what do we do? And so um, aromatherapy was the first thing that came to us as a solution. And so I couldn't find any reliable information yeah. to help me know how to offer aromatherapy. So I went to school and got a degree. Mm. And in that time, I'm creating blends for him 
and those blends started to work. And so I'll rub a blend on him and then pick it up. Yeah. And he's back engaged in our lives. So that was so that's why aroma is the first word yeah. in our business. So then we have functional nutrition is the next part. So functional medicine, we wanted to focus on our lifestyle. And yeah. what can we do so he doesn't get back in that bed? So we focus on diet, nutrition, sleeping, everything in our life, and then come to find out there's a whole medicine, world of medicine around lifestyle medicine. And so that's what that's around. But then functional medicine is around finding the dysfunction within our bodies and treating it. Okay. You know, so, you know, some people can have mental illness, and it can be that there's certain genetic dysfunctions. There could be nutritional dysfunctions. And so I got advanced education in that. And so while we're building and restructuring our lives, I'm looking at my practice and seeing how people needed that too, my clients. So then we made a practice around those things. And while aromatherapy was what helped us, um, and we put it in the name as just that identifier that, wow, that's different from mental health care, right? I'm saying, hey, let's find your thing, you know, and what works for you to help pull your whole mental health and wellness package. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So, which, like, when it comes to, you know, clientele and when it comes to mental illness, what, like, what problem would you say you, what what problem would you say is, like, what, what mental issue is more prevalent like when it comes to your practice? You know, that's a good question. And, it, and the number one thing that I find that people need the most is community. Mm. People need a safe place yeah. to be. I agree. Because I don't find that I have to give medication. You know, we live in this medication world and yeah. people come and they say, I'm sad, and they give you the anti-sad pill. Yeah. I can't sleep and then they give you the, anti, you know, go sleep pill. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes you just need to get some stuff off your chest and have a safe place to Awesome. And, and speaking of community, um, what would you say, you know, when it comes to building a community, what would you say are the key aspects? Like, give me like three aspects that are super important when it comes to building a community. Safety. Mm-hmm. Safety is important. Safety, and then it, to expand upon that, is that you can say something and not yeah. feel judged. Yeah. So one specialty of mine is maternal mental health. And so there are moms that feel like, I don't love my baby, yeah. and I don't love my husband, or um, I, I, I don't feel good as a mom. You know, and these are things where it's against their culture yeah. to maybe say or feel. And so you need a space where you can say it and get some support around it. So having safety to really be open, share how you really feel, take the masks off yeah. and be genuine. That's what, you know, safety is mm-hmm. just, I think that if you have safety in the community, 
then the community is going to grow and support itself. Yeah. Um, let's see, two more things. I think that there should always be a way where you actually can connect and see someone face to face. I think that it's great to talk, you know, and you, you can get bold and say all kind of things when you just type in something, right? But when you face to face, you might not be as bold or when you're typing something, it can be interpreted yep. different kinds of ways. So if we all got on a monthly Zoom and we was like, hey, how you doing? And we worked in groups and answered questions. So I did workshops and groups like this and yep. I'm actually restructuring some of this so people can have that community. And when you can connect with someone face to face and see them eye to eye, even if it's through Zoom, that is huge because now I kind of understand where you're coming from when we're talking in our community and I don't misconstrue. I could take something offensive when you're saying something with love. Right, right, yeah. So it helps us to kind of understand that. So so having something where you can kind of be in person or at least visual, yeah. like on a Zoom. Um, and then the third thing is really being clear and having guidelines in regards to what you share. Yeah. Um, we don't, in the community, you don't want to freak someone out too much by giving graphic details about something that happened to you. It could, it could be triggering for people, so you want to put guidelines around what is shared yeah. um, and then maybe need to take a conversation off the community if you need if you've connected with someone and wants to dig deeper, but yeah. it could be disturbing and triggering for others if there isn't guidelines around that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so we have safety, connection, and guidelines. I think that's awesome because, you know, and, and it makes me think about like when you have, uh, you have group fitness, um, you have people that go into the gym together with other people and it makes them, you know, it makes them accountable for each other. Um, it, it builds a connection, there are guidelines, um, and a lot of trainers are able to, you know, build a community around that, you know what I'm saying? So um, I think, yeah, community is very important. And so speaking of community, um, continue to speak of community, how, you know, how were you able to build like a, a business model, a business model around community without, you know, kind of jeopardizing your practice? So, um, like, without just kind of messing up, you know, I guess, I, okay, so from, from my understanding, you know, it's one-on-one, -on -one, you know, so when you're doing a community, you're one person and you're dealing with multiple, multiple people at the same time. So what I mean is, like, you know, I'm now. I'm not sure how you did your practice exactly, but I'm thinking one on one. Is that correct? Uh -huh. Okay. So yeah. So I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. So when you're talking about mental illness, people are sharing. Yeah. Yeah. The exactly. And, yes, ma'am. There's a certain kind of confidentiality yeah, that yeah. needs to be maintained. Exactly. Um, and so what I like to do in community is um, it's more of a self exploration journey. Okay. So it's not you breaking down and really telling me these really deep feelings, but we may talk about um, destructive thinking. Okay. And I may have an exercise where you share with someone in the group a time when you were on top of your game. Yeah. And what were the components that, what was going on in your life that happened, you know, that made you feel at the top of your game. Yeah. And then you can share that 
and share that in a group together when they come back from the groups and we learn from each other those some, some things we could put into our lives yeah. to help us be on top of our game get back on top of our game remember things we forgot that help us be on top of our game yeah. and then we make a commitment to move forward what we're going to bring you know what what to take into tomorrow yeah. so it's about just that reflective moment and um taking a self journey and you share what you choose to share yeah. you know in that in that instance but having a safe community people share and then we all remember something or learn something new that can help us move forward in okay. life so that's how we maintain you know, it's not the same as the doctor one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. That, that answers my question perfectly. Okay. Um, so to kind of transition a little bit, I want to talk about like, you know, what was it like growing up for you? And um, was mental health something that impacted you as a child or was that something that you kind of found throughout, you know, maybe middle school or high school? Like how did that work for you? what's missing or what 
needs to be added, what, what is there that could be removed, and I can help people find themselves. Yeah. Because I've listened so much to my elders, and I've had my own experiences, and um, it helped me make a make me a well-rounded person and person. Yeah. That's awesome. So, you know, speaking of like being well-rounded and just, you know, gaining wisdom from your elders, what what are some things that you do today to um, prepare yourself mentally for just day-to-day operations and just this, you know, this crazy world we live in? Like, what are some things that you do? I have to walk the walk, you know. So lifestyle medicine is, you know, what I talk about. I'm talking about your sleep. I'm talking yeah. about what you're eating. I'm talking about exercise, and I'm talking about putting yourself first. And I'm just like everybody else. I have to remember, don't go straight to that computer. You know? yeah. um, get up and exercise. Um, make sure you're you know, drinking your water. So you, I have to put my own priorities in place and put me first and put me on my schedule. Yeah. And so I leave work at work. You know, I don't That's carry awesome. it with me. I don't think about. What's good, everyone? If you guys are enjoying this show, please be sure to share this with a friend, family member, or coworker, and leave a five-star review. Now, back to this episode. Peace. All the things that I've worked through and helped, you know, yeah. I let that be at work, and then I get into my life, and I make sure that I re- I'm refreshed. So when yeah. everything I'm doing, does this refresh me? connected that and then um i want to ask you like what are some things that couples can do since you know we were talking about couples like connecting what are some things that couples can do like especially black couples like what are some things what are some exercises they can do to better connect to each other and just understand each other you know understanding each other is the key okay we come up 
up and we have beliefs and we have desires yeah. there's you know we some so you know like for me i didn't come up with the riches right yeah. and and uh, but i'm like okay i'm out work for it and i'm gonna set these goals and um i knew that okay Cresco Dalla, he came on and he was like you know money is all right <laughs> you know you don't have to hate money and i'm like okay and he told me he showed me that um script that yeah. says that um god wants us to live our life and live our life more abundantly yeah so i take that for face value and i challenge and push everything you know because god says you know so i don't settle for less right yeah. and so then like but my husband might have a different perspective yeah. so he he may be he was more conservative you know and i'm like let's get this big thing let's do that let's go here yeah. and so the thing is is we we share our beliefs with each other yeah. you know so this is how i'll summarize it it's seek to understand mm. you know yeah. why did you do that what was important about that to you what does it mean to you if i say this yeah what does it mean to you if i say that remember that you're connected to this person for a reason right. something drew you to that person and so you want to remember who that person is that you fell in love with and learn to seek to understand them at deeper levels yeah and i think when you come in with the seek to understand um that helps you not be defensive if they say something yeah. you know you you put that down because it's not about you it's about understanding their perspective. And right. I know um, there are times my husband may share something with me, and I'm like, how did you come up with that? You know? Oh, I see now. Based on how, you know, you dealt with these people, yeah. this is the way they presented themselves. I'll say, but I ain't that. <laughs> you know? Mm. And so then yeah. we had to retune our relationship. We had to create default yeah. is the word that we use. You need to know I am down so if something that I do appears offensive, don't get upset. Yeah. Know that I love you. And then let's talk about what it means, what I meant by it, and then how it affected you. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot because something like I know even myself, like with my wife, sometimes she might say something a certain way. I'm like, what? And yeah. You know, um, and then same thing with me. And so now one thing I've tried to work on, we've been married for nine years. So one thing I've tried to work on is like, okay, like even bo like both of us will talk, like, okay, kind of break down what you meant because I took it this way, but what did you actually mean? You know what I'm saying? That's something that's worked for our marriage. We've been, like I said, we've been married for nine years. So that's something that's worked for us. And now we're trying to just grow and understand each other. So what you said, like, I like that a lot. And it's, it's very important. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm go ahead. Come up here. I'm sorry. So yeah, the foundation is one: do you want to be with each other? Yeah. Two: do you trust each other? Right. And then three: you dig deeper. It, it's trust and love. Yeah. You make sure that love is there. Yeah. And then definitely. from that love, you let the love drive your action. Mm. You both gotta know you're in it before someone's gonna let their walls down. Yeah. I like and so, that. like you're saying, yes. You, you, you start to ask each other questions because you want them. You want things to be good. You want things to be harmonious. You don't want to argue and fight. And this is how you do it. That's yeah. how you put the work in. Mm -hmm. 
I like that. Okay. Um, okay, to transition a little bit, I want to ask you, um, what does it mean to you to be a black business owner, especially a black woman business owner? Like, what does that mean to you, and how does that make you feel? I feel phenomenal. So, yeah. um, some people say because I'm an Aries, that's just kind of like my trait or something. Yeah. But um, as a young child, you know, I had to be independent. I was the oldest. Yeah. You know, so I took a lot of responsibility. And um, I don't like nobody to tell me nothing. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. Um, because I believe in myself. I believe that um, I'm smart. Yeah. You know, just like everybody else. I will read, I will study, I will do work. And so, I, but I know that I have to learn. I wasn't like this stubborn person. So I did the work. I learned, you know, I had mentors and, you know, did all of that. And um, my goal is I feel that I have been, it's, it's been placed upon me to be an example and to educate and help people um, move forward in life. Yeah. To help them release and let go of things that are holding them back. I've been, so entrepreneurship is for me because I believe that that was birthed, put on to, to get here. Yeah. And to help people find themselves and be the best they can be. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's what entrepreneurship, you know, being and then being a black female, I just I wanna empower. Yeah. Empower is the word. And in all of this, is being the person and being positioned and empower other and inspire. Yeah. Um in every way. Yeah, I like that. That's what's up. Okay. Um so my next question for you is I wanna ask you like was entrepreneurship something that you always saw yourself doing, like even as a kid, or was that something that you kind of had to figure out? Okay, so coming up, you know, it was like you got a job at the post office, you got a job at the auto factory, and those were good jobs. Yeah. And so my dad was always like, I want you to work in an office, and that was considered the next level, yeah. you know? And so, you know, like to go to nursing school, and then be a charge nurse was huge, yeah. you know, a nurse manager, you know, and so all of that was big stuff. So I think that it was, wasn't really until my husband came along and he was like, take some time and figure out what you want to do. Mm. Where do you want to go? Yeah. You know, and so I started looking at different little network marketing opportunities. Yeah. And that's how my sales experience started. And I started to, I also did like life insurance, health insurance, mm. all these different things okay. in entrepreneurship. I mean, we've, we've more, most recently, um, we've even done real estate and stuff. We yeah. did mortgages way back in the day. Um, so I tapped into all of these type of things, trying to find out my me and myself and yeah. where am I supposed to fit in all of this? Um, but it took me, it led me right back to being, going into healthcare. Mm. And once I realized mental health care was what I wanted to do, then I advanced my degrees, you know, became a provider, got my doctorate, and yeah. put myself in this position because I had the vision then and knew what I needed to do. Mm. That's powerful, um, especially like having the vision. And so my question to you is like when you were figuring all this stuff out, you know, when you were trying these different avenues of entrepreneurship, can you take me back to a moment where it sparked in your mind like, okay, 
this is what I need to be doing. Can you take me back to a moment like that? Okay, um, so one of my last questions to you is, you know, um, say, you know, like a year from now, where do you see yourself and where do you see your practice going? I used to watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ain't trying to get mentally ill and yeah. get better, but I want to show the journey yeah. that people take and how they improve, and it doesn't have to be this big, massive something. It yeah. can be so simple. And so um, I would love to do that. But in a year from now, my objective is really being out there more and spreading my word more, the message more, yeah. helping people take back more of their mental health and well-being. So I'm hoping to really substantially increase my followers in social media. Um, I want to have people, I want to have different low to high tier programs that people can take advantage of at any point to start their journey in learning about themselves and what they can do to be better. Yeah. So right now, I have a program called Brain, Body, 
sustaining reason to camp. Okay. And so that is really going to help you find you and start to implement those lifestyle um, habits in your life now to help you be better. So if you go through the reboot camp, you're going to be kind of detoxified. Yeah. You're going to have skills um, and techniques to manage stress and anxiety. Um, you're also going to have um, a DNA report that's yeah. going to tell you things that your body needs and doesn't need. And it's a very holistic. It's like 36 reports on different aspects of your body, not just mental health and well-being. And like I said, it's lifestyle, so it's nutrition, yeah. it's exercise, it's food fitness, all of that stuff. It's 10 weeks. You go through that, you probably would not need to see me. You know? Mm. Because you fix that stuff, you fix your body, you can fix your health. It's called the brain, yeah. the body, and the being, meaning spirituality. Yeah. Putting it all together and holistically working on yourself. You're going to do so much. And then I'll come in and I'll help you with anything that's left over. Yeah. And okay. that's the plan. Okay. Yeah. And how can people, you know, when it comes to your program, how can people, like, you know, connect and be a part of it? Or, you know, how can people purchase it? Yeah. So the website is brain, body, being, rebootcamp.com. And it's a reboot camp because you've been living life, you know? Yeah. So now we're going to kind of just reboot you. Reboot, yep. If you would. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's tweak some things, clean some things up, and give you what you need. So it's brainbodybeingrebootcamp.com. And we'll be opening up our next session in July okay. um, for our next cohort. Um, also, I have an app, and it's called Mental Wellness Unlocked. And so that app also gives you information to help you start your journey into looking at your life and putting spotlights on different things, education, and all the things that I'm a part of. I speak a lot at different yeah. summits um, and do a lot of things. And I'm going to be rebooting uh, some of my workshops and communities as well. Um, I've done that for our BIPOC uh, women, you know, offering certain workshops and safe places for women. So all of this is to come. Um, or, or well, it's being redesigned and tweaked to be even better yeah. than before. Awesome. Okay. Well, people, there y'all have it, man. Y'all definitely got to uh, check it out. And, uh, and and before we go, I want to ask you, um, how can people get into contact with you or, you know, get in touch with you? Um, you know what? I'm trying to build that Instagram following. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Okay, um, well, Dr. Tiffany, I appreciate you guys for reaching out. Thank you guys for, you know, giving me this opportunity to interview. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, and it's a pleasure to meet you as well. Thank you, thank you. Um, before you go, um, would you mind leaving us with a nice message? Oh, believe in yourself. Um, believe that you you know, God wants us to live 
my life and live it abundantly. Yeah. Look at it, look and say, how can I make my life more abundant? You got this. Yeah. So go get it. Hey, there you go, people. I love it. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs>